Brother Lee's turning that down. So I want to ask you a question. Hudson Taylor, and participate, answer the question. I'm just curious about this. Uh, other than seeing it on the screen a while ago, how many knew Hudson Taylor, missionary to China? Not knew him, but knew about him. Just three or four, okay, maybe five. And uh, that's sad in a way, uh, but you're not alone. He is largely forgotten in the United States. He come from England. He's largely forgotten in England. If you go to his street where he lived at, and there's even a memorial on that street, his where he used to live, but still people don't know who he is. But yet there are millions of Chinese that know who he is because they basically can trace their salvation back to this one man. And there are uh, thousands and thousands of saved Chinese in England uh, that go yearly, I think on his birthday, to visit uh, the museum. So he, was, he did for China what William Carey did for India. We said to William Carey a while back, and, and, and what William Carey did for India and what uh, Livingston done for Africa, he did for China. He was born in 1832, Barnsley, England, and that's where the uh, museum is set up. And I had a video of that, uh, about an eight-minute video to show. I couldn't get my PowerPoint to send. I took the video off and lost it, so we don't have that. Uh, but it shows a tour bus going there, loaded uh, with people of Chinese heritage going there to see him. And then uh, the person doing the video asked people on the street, uh, Hudson Taylor, do you know him? No. And it's just... They'd be right across the street from the museum. They don't know who he is. When he was four years old, he piped up and said he was going to be a missionary to China at a very early age. But later on, he was raised in a Christian home, but uh, lived sort of rough until he was uh, as a teenager. Uh, but when he got 17, he uh, ran across this track. It is finished. And of course that comes from the verse, when Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said it is finished, and he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. And when you place your trust in the fact that it is finished, that will help you tremendously to work for the Lord. Even though we're saved, we sometimes think that, well, I, you know, my, my works really matter. They do matter if, they, if they're done to glorify the Lord, but not if we're doing them to try to get to heaven, try to stay saved. The devil will tell you you're not doing enough. The devil will tell, if you're doing enough, the devil will tell you it don't mean anything. But we have to know that our salvation depends on the fact that Jesus Christ finished what was necessary while he was here on this earth. He died on the cross, was buried, rose again, and ascended into heaven. And so his work on earth was finished he lived a perfect life to pay for our sins. Uh, at that time, God renewed in him his childhood dream of going to China. And there's some interesting facts about his trips to China. Uh, 
before he went, he started doing away with things that made him comfortable because he knew he wouldn't have them in England and in China. So he he wanted to be prepared to go. So just for instance, he had traded his feather bed for a hard cot because he knew that's how he was going to be sleeping over there. Many things he did uh, because he wanted to be prepared when he got over there. And uh, he also uh, began witnessing more to people and visiting the poor uh, in England. And one time when he was visiting the poor in England, he met a woman with children that was destitute. And he actually, as he was witnessing to her, he thought himself a hypocrite uh, because he had a silver coin in his pocket that would take care of her immediate needs. And he's standing there praying for her, and he's got what she needs. But it was the last coin he had. But he gave her that silver coin, went home and actually uh, ate his last bowl of porridge. He, he, just, he was without food, without money. And then the next day, somebody sent him a gold coin that was worth ten times what he had given away. And he said the, the phrase that that was good interest. And nobody pays as much interest as God does on what we give. So that taught, helped to teach Hudson to fully trust God. He said, when I cannot read, when I cannot think, when I cannot pray, I can trust. You know, there's times in our lives that's all we can do. We're not able to pray. We're not able to do anything. But we still can have our faith in God and trust in him. Even when he got to China, and we'll say a little more about this lately, later, uh, if you look in the center of the picture there, that's Hudson Taylor. He even dressed like the Chinese so he could blend, get into their culture. He studied medicine at the Royal College of Surgeons in England. He wanted to also be able to help uh, the Chinese medically and physically, uh, so he studied that there. He took his first trip to China in eight, late 1853. It took 167 days on a ship. Can you imagine that? We don't have to. We, if, if we didn't say anything else about what Hudson Taylor did, we don't go through what he went through to get to China the first time. And that that, that was that's just that distance that he had to travel. Uh, if you look, he left England, had to go under Af Africa, through uh, all those islands in uh, Asia there, and then up to China. So 167 days, five months it took on that ship. He began work there with jo <coughs> Joseph Edkins. And... Because his appearance caused him to be rejected, he adopted a Chinese wardrobe. So he didn't care about what he looked like. Now, we would say, well, this is odd. This is repulsive. But he was repulsive to the Chinese because he was dressed like we would dress. So he dressed like the Chinese did. 
He married Maria Jane Dyer in 1958. In 1960, Hudson Maria, along with her first child, Grace, sailed back to England. While back in England, he finished his medical studies. So he, did, he went before he finished his studies. Now he's uh, better versed in the medical field. And while he, w- while he was over in India the first time, the missions there uh, support uh, and to be able, he, you couldn't, it was hard for to get help through the mission board that he was on. So he founded China Inland Missions while he was in England. And before leaving and heading back, he recruited 24 missionaries to go with him. And he also required them to uh, dress like the Chinese did. I don't know how good you can see that picture, but those are not Chinese. Those are all English people. Hudson returned to China, <coughs> excuse me, returned to China in 1866. So he was gone about six years, but he was doing things to uh, make his work over there uh, go further. They lost one child before leaving and one after they returned. So in 1866, he lost two children. This five-year stay in China was very hard on Hudson. He really endured some hardships that would send most people packing. We're going to do a little memory verse here. I just left this in this PowerPoint. But go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. If you want to, this, this is how, when I try to memorize scripture, this is how I do it. It's a good way to do it. Uh, you might want to try it sometime. So you, you have the whole verse written down. Then you take a couple of words out, and then you can still read it. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. You take a couple more words out. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. You take a couple more words out. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. And that's the way to help you memorize verses. And that's what his goal in life was, to go ye therefore and teach. His part of the nations was teaching China about Jesus Christ. In 1868, there was a rebellion about a rebellion against China inland missions. Almost started a war between England and China. I didn't say this point to start with, but he was the first missionary to inland China. There had been missionaries along the coast before, but nobody had traveled in, and so he was covering a large, much larger part of China. Early in 1870. This is part of that five-year span. Lost their son Samuel, and they decided to send their oldest children back to England. Later, Maria gave birth to Noel, or Noel, I don't know which one that is, who died of malnutrition because Maria was too sick to feed the baby, and then later Maria also uh, died. And Taylor was sick, so he took another trip back to England to recuperate. So he had, it, it didn't go over there, you know, everything just go great, and he had all this help, but it was very difficult for him. While he was there, he married 
Jane Elizabeth Falding. They returned to China in 1872. A year later, she gave birth to twins and they died. So he's lost five children now. Early in 1875, Taylor had a bad fall, which left him practically paralyzed. The fall coupled with the death of the children's caretaker, they had to go back to England again. Uh, now you imagine this, he's on the mission field, he falls, he's practically paralyzed, he has to go back to, to England for the medical help that he needs and to recuperate. How many of us would have went back again? Well, he did. In 1876, there was agreement between England and China which made it easier for the mission work in China. And in 1881, Central Inland Missions had 100 missionaries in China. So in a, just over 20 years, there, he had, it was increased from one to over 100. The Taylors worked tirelessly in China until they retired in 1900. 1900 also brought the Boxer Rebellion. Now you might have heard the, the term Boxer Rebellion, but they, a lot of it was they hated Christians. And they killed 58 of the missionaries from Central Inland Missions alone. Not other mission works, just Central Inland Missions, and they also killed 21 children of the missionaries. Hudson Taylor made a total of 11 trips to China, and I thought this was interesting. His first trip took five months. His last trip was on a hybrid ship. You can see there, I just sort of threw that picture in there of what a hybrid ship was. It's got uh, probably run by coal. We've got an engine uh, and also sails. So it took 36 days. So he knocked 140 days from the first time that he went over. He took six trips sailing around Africa. And so that's 12 times, right? Once, six times this way, six times back this way. Five trips sailing to the United States, crossing the United States by railroad, then sailing from the United States to China. So that's ten, five each way. He spent five years traveling back and forth. From 1860, in a 40-year span, five years of that 40 years was traveling. And we, it's almost unimaginable to think about spending five years traveling. The only time we talk about five years traveling, we see some sci-fi thing where somebody's going to travel through space for, for that length of time. Hudson Taylor's second wife, Jane, died in 1904. And he died in 1905 and was buried in China. At his death in 1905, there were 205 stations, 849 missionaries, and 125,000 Chinese Christians in the China Inland Missions. So you can see what his meager work to start with did. Wasn't working like he wanted to, so he set up his own mission work that would better work for China. 
went back and forth, back and forth, uh, near death sometimes, lost family members, but he kept working because that's what God wanted him to do. And when we know what God wants us to do, God doesn't tell us, if you do what I say, everything's going to be easy. doesn't say that at all. But he'll be with us all the way. Remember what he said? If I can't do anything else, I can trust. And that's what we have to do is to put our trust in God. I've said this before, but when we're in God's will, and we know we're in God's will, and we're doing what he wants us to do, whatever happens to us, is also God's will. Because he is there with us and we have to trust in him. Even to the point of those children dying, he was doing what God wanted him to do and it was God's will that that they died. And that's hard to understand. It's hard to fathom. We couldn't couldn't say that, uh, Brother Bart, I couldn't say that Somebody had a child dying, it was your will. It wouldn't be your will. You wouldn't do that. But you don't know the things God knows. We don't know what God knows. And things that seem just there could be absolutely no good in it whatsoever, God can bring good out of it. And so when we hit obstacles, when we come up against hard things, if we know we're doing what God wants us to do, we just keep going. We just keep doing it. But the main thing is to know that we're in God's will to start with. I think that's the last one. No. Oh, it's one more. There's a Hudson Taylor Memorial Tower opened in China in 2018. As I said, the people there know him. The Christians there know Hudson Taylor. The Chinese Christians in England know Hudson Taylor, but we don't know him anymore. We We don't study about him. We don't talk about it anymore. But think about it. If you knew... That you're saved because somebody in 1860 to 1900 went about telling people about Jesus and people getting saved. And you know you're saved because of that person. You'd remember their name. And so they remember him when we don't. So that's going to be a little short today because I didn't have the the video to go with it. But uh, we're going to have one more if the Lord keeps leading that way, one more week of a missionary. And uh, I encourage you, I almost taught on this one this week, but I wanted it to be the last one. And so it's uh, a little more exciting than this one maybe, if that's the way you want to put it. But don't miss next week. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this day that you've given us. We thank you, Lord, for all that are here. Lord, I pray that you would help us to do your will, to find your will. Lord, and to stay in your will and trust you, Lord. Help us to trust you, Lord. Lord, there's things in our lives that we know that you've done for us, Lord, and we need to remember those things, Lord, and think upon those things so that we can trust you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.